Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special holiday edition of Unwanted Answers. That's right. This is Unwanted Christmas episode V. That's right. I believe it's five, right? That makes sense, right? Uh, 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 oh, yeah. This is the 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. Yeah. Oh, you know what we forgot? You know what? Okay, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I should have pulled up the Christmas theme on the soundboard. Oh, yes. Can't do it. Oh, man, that just gets you into the holiday spirit yeah, right there. Transitions us to the first announcement we have to make, which is that our budget has been severely cut. Severely uh, this is not cut. a high quality. Yeah, this is yes. not a high quality soundboard. We don't have time to edit. We have literally jumped the shark and we're being swallowed by the shark you thought the quality couldn't get any worse we found a way because paul oh my god paul is really upset because and i could blame myself i could maybe even blame you but i'm not going to i'm gonna blame the listeners none of you have been buying paul's product placements (laughs) he's Uh. super upset like it's very rare for us to ever get a phone call from Paul. And when we do, it's digitally altered. But we got a voicemail and he was yelling and screaming, saying, if yeah. you're not going to do product placement, I'm going to make you suffer. And we all thought that was like, oh, Paul. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, like, but no, he he slashed the budget for this one. Our Christmas one. Episode we look forward to every year. Christmas. This show has changed so much since its first season. Like it's almost unrecognizable anymore. But the one constant has been the Christmas, and he decided to screw with that. Yeah, I know he screwed. And the really effed up thing is like, like two days ago, he was just like, just get excited. I've got a big Christmas present surprise for you coming this week when you record the episode. And yeah, this morning he's like. Uh, you haven't gotten me money, so I'm not giving you any of mine. Screw you. Oh, yes, and exactly. humbug, actually, he said. Yes, Paul is our Scrooge. Yeah. Yes, so we're not going to edit. We're going to try and do this live. I mean, not like you're going to hear it live, but we're not going to edit nothing. We just throw it up there the way it is, because I guess that's just good enough. Yeah, it has to be. Yes. I mean, there, it's really not our choice in the matter. Paul decided it. So I guess, and we will, we're going to have to keep this brief because this is our Christmas episode, but <laughs> oh boy. So, well, well, I guess we'll do a quick, normally we do what, um, what's been going on lately. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and keep it brief. Um, I will just say, how was my Thanksgiving? Because I hate Thanksgiving. It's such a stupid holiday. I call it the poor man's Christmas. <laughs> You're supposed to be thankful. Christmas you have, the presents. You get yeah. nothing, and you get this disgusting turkey. Look, I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. Turkey is disgusting. Turkey. I hate, I hate it. turkey. This is a turkey hating podcast. I didn't realize that. Yes. Like I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. I tried eating it. I. It was so hard for me to swallow. I hate yeah. it that much. Every every year, I mean, 
honestly, this is a, this is this is a true story, really. Part of the reason I decided to become a vegetarian is because every year on Thanksgiving, I'd be so disgusted by all the meat that I was just like, I could be vegetarian. Yeah, I don't want to eat any of this. But, and <laughs> it was all because of Thanksgiving. Like, honestly, I'm going to say something. I don't care if it's controversial. The bag of turkey they sell you at the grocery store to make for sandwiches is far superior than that disgusting full dry bird. I hate yeah, it so that's much. That's the biggest problem. It's dry. I prefer the I also kind of find uh turkey lunch meat kind of disgusting because of how gooey and wet it is, but um at least it's, it's better, better than, than the, dry. the actual turkey. Yeah. yeah. Like the only turkey thing I kind of like that my uncle buys is this like it's like the special thing they make at Walmart where it's packaged. And I'm like, this can't be the same bird. This can't be. This can't be the same <laughs> yeah. animal that the disgusting piece of garbage yeah. came from. But yeah. I'll just say, not a big thing, fan of Thanksgiving. But at least it was better than last year when I had COVID. Was that over Thanksgiving? That was over Thanksgiving. Oh. And I already dislike Thanksgiving. But last year, we hit rock bottom with the worst yeah. Thanksgiving ever. Yeah. So I guess it was better than last year, but still it was ugh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Ugh. Disgusting yeah. holiday. Yeah, it sucks. And you know, I barely I basically didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Um and uh if we're we're talking about what's been going on with me recently, um, I am going to co-opt the show and make it all about me because I had guess two what? Right. You proved those professors wrong. All the ones who yeah. said, hey, you really want to go through with this? I'm not sure this is your cup of tea, but you said, no, I'm sticking with it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to prove you wrong, professor. And then when you got that diploma, you said, I got a professor. And they said, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I don't have a diploma in my hand per se, but oh. I have, you know, been telling the jobs I've been applying it to that I have a bachelor's degree, which does, of course, make me better in a way. <laughs> so you're like, I'm slightly I'm better than I was I'm, before. I'm, I'm kind of the smarter person on the podcast now because it's not like you have a bachelor's degree. <laughs> no, of course not. I would never be a and go and decide to get a bachelor's degree. I will live the bachelor's life, but I will never go get the bachelor's degree. Yes, that's right. Um, and what I really wanted to do now that I have a, a bachelor of fine arts, fine arts, mind you, in graphic design. Not just art, is fine art. That's true. The kind that, true. that a bunch of rich noms go, oh, very good. Yeah, that was my backup plan. I I got a music degree, and I was like, let's get a Bachelor of Fine Arts. Let's be practical. Look, if a deaf person like Beethoven can make good music, anyone can do it. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a joke. Uh, it's time to leave the audio medium and go to the visual medium, which is really maybe one of the reasons why Paul is cutting the budget. Because oh, yes. I've... <laughs> Maybe because you were just like, screw audio. I want to do visuals. We don't need sound in our lives. Yeah. I don't even have the decency to own like a Shure SM4B whatever microphone that everyone has. Oh, exactly. This thing costed like 
$99. And I think I got it used. Oh, that, well, that, there you go. That was the problem in the first place. <clears throat> anyway, I don't know where to go with that. Uh, I, that, but that's why, you know, we're finally back at it after I had, um, to prepare for a portfolio review, not so recording anything. So, so mad you put your future over the yeah, show. That's true. He's not happy about that, but that's that's why I have to say, Paul, I've got some I've prepared at least one thing for you today. And you know, it's not the soundboard. At this point, I'll set you up with a chimpanzee <laughs> if it brought you back to the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's not the legendary soundboard that right? was a callback <laughs> <laughs> oh man i still can't believe that made it into an actual <laughs> batman movie and it yeah. wasn't like, Where's the trigger? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so for anyone who's ever happy, concerned though. about robert pattinson from twilight's gonna be batman <laughs> i'd like us to all remember <laughs> where's the trigger yeah. <laughs> so it's not the legendary soundboard. That is hopefully he'll give us some 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 money next yes. time. Give us another coin to flip. Uh because I've upped the production at least that much so we can yes. get these episodes out quick. Um but I've also later uh I have a little video for us to watch too. I and and oh yes. Uh, Christmas episodes past. I know we've we've watched um some interesting Christmas uh things so i'll i'll leave it at that and kurt we can... cameron saving christmas yes 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 <laughs> never found so another christmas trailer as bad as that one yeah i don't think there's anything as bad as that one but oh you know, this did you hear last year he defi- he decided to defy the whole lockdown orders and went christmas caroling with a bunch of people <laughs> i think i did hear that because that's it's what very, christmas is about yeah. spreading the deadly pandemic virus yeah that's classic, all that's your classic kirk grandparents and loved ones classic kirk oh yes growing pains could be like literally the story of his entire life that's the title <laughs> just constant growing pains yeah yes constant pain so real quick we should probably just we'll, again christmas we're here to have fun we should qu- probably quickly briefly talk about this so I think it was a few episodes ago we talked about, hey, maybe because things are going well in this pandemic era, we could do our end of the year show in person, which would be yeah. nice. Because look, as much as I think our show is great, yeah, personally, just I mean, just listening to it, I think our content is still great. I just think personally, the energy does sound better when it's two people in the same room, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh man see it sounded like it was going well and then something came not the name we wanted it to have mind you no we yeah. pitched a name yeah and apparently dr fauci said no he said no that's stupid and we said we actually didn't hear a response to be fair exactly that's just why i'm assuming <laughs> but i i would like one it would be nice to get uh, some kind of response but no covid it's still here. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's getting worse than possibly it has been the entire 2021. Yeah. Just when you thought it was gone, it's like one of those slasher movies like Freddy or Jason where you think, no, because yeah. I haven't seen them. Chucky, right? Chucky yeah. always gets incinerated yes. at the end. 
But then yes. he finds a way to come back. And now we have the Omnicrom. Yeah, it's like the Bride of Chucky or Ch- Chucky 4. So, you know, yes. it's like keeps coming back. Yes, and like right now, Broadway is shutting down. It might... um there's movie theaters that are shutting down because of it in other countries. I doubt mm-hmm. in America anything will shut down. Everywhere else, yeah. it's like, um, guys, we must take this seriously. And then, but in America, it's, well, you die, you die. Limbs the yeah. brakes, kid. Yeah, it's like, we already took it seriously, kind of. Yeah, kind We're of, done I mean, with that now. We're done, guys. <laughs> we want to live. Damn it. Yeah. We're going to go outside and during the pandemic and live. Yeah. Um, I say that, of course, because that's that's me speaking as the people who would have said we took it too seriously. And then look where we are. <laughs> oh, um, yes. By the way, can I just say something? I was promised. Nay, guaranteed I was. That when I got this Johnson and Johnson vaccine, it was supposed yeah. to be one and done. One and done. Yeah. But alas, it was not one and done. Because I had to get a stupid freaking booster. Let me tell you. I mean, I did it I still did too. hurt. Now hold on a second, because this could be big news. Did because I have to say, I mean, I'm sorry if is this gonna upset Paul? I forget if we have a deal with J and J. Maybe I didn't. I didn't get J and J. Neither did I. <laughs> now I'm wondering if we're still on the in the same gang because I am. I'll announce it here. I'll just cut right to the taste. I am now a Pfizer BioNTech guy. Wow. I don't know what I had. I just knew it wasn't oh. Johnson and Johnson. So I was like, yeah. whatever. Hit me up, Doc, because they said it was. <laughs> They said every other one was like in the 70s and Johnson & Johnson was like 12% safe or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would I would uh, ask questions to narrow down what it was, but I since we're not editing this at all, I don't want to dox <laughs> places around here. So I'll just... I really don't remember what on. one... I think yeah. it might have been Pfizer, maybe. I don't yeah, know 100% Pfizer, know. It's... It's more likely Pfizer or Moderna than J&J because J&J doesn't really Oh, have, I made like, sure. No, we are, I'm not going in that J&J board again. Yeah. Never we've, again. We've ditched. We've ditched the J&J boat. Um, yes. But yeah, I got a little... I, I, it's, you know, it's, earlier in the pandemic, I was joking that I was collecting all of them. Uh, and I kind <laughs> of am. Maybe next time I get a booster, it can be Moderna. Oh, yes. Get a whole trilogy almost of what was yeah, it all, all like the juices it's like a it's like a there's got to be a fourth vaccine like coming out like because what i'm imagining is it's sort of like one of those uh four flavor sample packs like of a be- of a beverage oh where yes. it's like maybe you get like there's the cherry limeade and the lemonade and the orangeade and the whatever in a four pack and oh, you buy yes. that sampler to try there needs the to be flavors. one more. Yeah. And I feel like there maybe is something else in the works, but yeah, we'll figure Pacific it out because Walmart I'll be, brand. Yeah, I'll be I'll be first on the list. Oh yes. So before we get into the show, we do have one other announcement. Do we? And I almost feel like Paul is doing this to be cruel. <clears throat> we've we've talked about this one business about how we're not fans, but 
We do have exciting news because for the first time in Unwind Answers history, we have a sponsor. That's right. Cracker Barrel themselves is celebrating that the Omicron variant is not named after them. They're not going through what an airline and beer had to go through, which is what we tried to pitch. But no. So we have a sponsor. So I would just like to quickly say this episode of Unwanted Answers is brought to you by Cracker Barrel. Are you a fan of Gordon Ramsay? Visit a real kitchen from hell, Cracker Barrel. No, God! No, God, please, no! No! Uh-huh. Uh, that wasn't me, Paul. It I, wasn't. I love Cracker Barrel. They, they are great. Sometimes, even though it's been years, I can still t- taste that one <laughs> meal I had there. Yeah. I can still taste the 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 vinegar that my dad pranked me into thinking was syrup oh yes i remember that story yeah all right so shall we get started with our first segment i'd love to and that is of course on this day on this day i shall choose one at random and okay So instead of just doing like specifically December 25th, we looked, I looked up Christmas history trivia. And did you know it used to be illegal to celebrate Christmas? Like where in America Um, or I guess here, (laughs) I guess seems odd because we were founded because as far as I'm concerned, if I do remember correctly, we were founded around Christmas that like sounds right. The ideals of Christmas and like, you know, John Wayne and such. Oh, um, yes. Not John Wayne Gacy, but John Wayne. Really not? Okay. <laughs> you know, I got to say something real quick. This this might be going off a little bit of a tangent, but there was some talk about years ago, maybe it was last year, about removing, um, re- renaming an airport that was called the John Wayne airport to something else because of like controversy with John Wayne. Yeah. He's like kind of a bad guy. It's, it's, yeah. But yeah. (laughs) Besides the fact that no one, no one today remembers any movie he was ever in. Yeah. When I hear the name John Wayne, I don't think of a Western actor. I think of John Wayne Gacy. I I think most people think John Wayne Gacy when they hear the name. Uh, yeah, the I think there's clown. a niche. Yeah, I think there's a niche of people, but I, 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 I would all. I always thought that. I thought maybe because I was in a bubble because of how I like researching serial killers and stuff. But you've kind of reaffirmed that, like, yeah, when I hear John Wayne, I think of John Wayne Gacy, a person who had dozens of dead bodies in his crawl space. It was also a clown. Uh, yes. Not a funny one, like um, yeah. Uh, I've, I've never thought known a funny one like Krusty the Clown. No, he was more like the Joker, but less fun than the Joker. More, yeah, um, like Pennywise, but less um, talented. Yes, 
Because anyone can forget be a, that serial killers are idiots. Anyone could be a John Wayne Gacy. That takes no yeah. skill, no talent. It takes true art to become a Pennywise. Mm-hmm. That's true. He's the dancing clown. Oh, yes. So from 1659 to 1681, anyone caught making Mary in the Colonies would face a fine for celebrating. By the Revolutionary War, the day had so little significance that Congress even held their first session on December 25th 1789 christmas wasn't even proclaimed a federal holiday for almost another century hmm. so this is like right right at the beginning of uh america oh yes the beginning it's like um it almost feels like america should almost be called whoville or something yeah you know it's kind of beautiful that we're talking about this because this is a story about the beginning of america and we're at the end of it right now Oh, so, yes. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> it's a full circle type thing. <laughs> yeah. So just imagine maybe like, um, I don't know, there were like uh, guards or something because we're talking the 1600s, right? We're not talking about normal time. We're talking about like guards and stuff, like knights and stuff. So 1600s, yeah. whatever. You know what? Mm-hmm. No one, no one covered before the 1700s in history class for us. So we can go wherever yeah. we want in this. Just yeah. admit, there are guards who are like the Grinch. Maybe um, what like, like King George himself was like the Grinch. And he said, <laughs> I must keep away to keep, keep Christmas from coming. And uh, he sent like dogs dressed as reindeer to yeah. go and try and steal their Christmas. Of course, back then it was just like apples or something, so it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, candy hadn't been invented yet. Yes, it was apples. It was maybe a penny or something. But we, we wish we had, wish we had a penny. Oh, I would love a penny. You never really appreciate it until it's gone. Isn't it kind of crazy that they had pennies back then? Because like Abraham Lincoln hadn't been born. I know it was just a there was just a blank face holder. It says coming in 1809. <laughs> <laughs> the people are like who's this guy and he's like i don't know he'll come and you know <laughs> look by the 1860s we're gonna make a mess of things but someone's yeah. gonna come by that time to fix everything <laughs> the prophecy has spoken <laughs> it's like the um, spirited man it's like um there was a time where uh george washington and thomas jefferson had to go to springfield illinois and they were protecting um, the Queen of England or something. Yeah. And um, there's <laughs> there's a moment because back in the day, they used to be able to have little speakers. Back then, it was cans with wires attached. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Jefferson is saying, hey, George, are we about to leave yet? And George Washington is speaking after meeting young Abraham Lincoln and says, um, in the speaker, in his Liam Neeson voice, there's something about this boy. I can, I can tell he has a high mini-chlorian count. It's <laughs> 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 like um, young Abraham Lincoln, just yeah. like, Mr. Washington, I have a... And like, bad acting too. <laughs> Mr. Washington, uh, Master um, John Adams was talking about mini-chlorians. 
I have a question. Who are many Koreans? And George Washington says, they're what make you an American Abraham. <laughs> and then, like, um, there's older Abraham Lincoln. Oh, I guess they were protecting Mary Todd then, right? Yeah, the queen said they were were protecting Mary Todd, not yet Lincoln. That had to be done in secret after he lost his hand. (laughs) But there's a moment where there is a moment where Abraham Lincoln had to watch over Mary Todd. (laughs) He comes back after his mother, his mother was murdered by the Confederates. (laughs) And he goes... I got them and I slaughtered them like animals. I hate the Confederates. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out in this. Uh, are, it feels odd to say that Abraham Lincoln is becoming Darth Vader in this. He, is, he goes down. <laughs> that's not what I, I'm not but trying. Then at the end, He's there with who was the head of the Confederate? Um, of the oh, Confederate Davis? States. Jefferson I re- Davis. I remember. Was that it? I, yeah, I remember There's his like last a moment name because I have that um, his dumb son last Robert name. Lincoln is like, "Father, please help!" And then there's a moment when you see Honest Abe just look at his son and then look at Jefferson Davis. And then this only happens in the special editions where he goes, "No, no!" And then he takes Jefferson Davis and throws him off a cliff. And this was, well, of course, after he got shot by John Wilkes Booth. So yeah. he yeah, just he was put back there. together after that. Yeah, <laughs> this is okay to say because both the Union and the Confederates were not anti-slavery enough. So I just had to kind yes. of justify that. And then at the end, there's like a we, Robert Lincoln is holding his father, saying, and Abe is saying, Robert, help me take this hat off his big stove hat and he's like but you'll die and he's like hey nothing's gonna stop that now don't let the hat get dirty <laughs> whatever but yes and then his grandkid i don't know who his grandkid was but his grandkids gonna do some weird stuff but always remember robert todd lincoln yeah he destroyed the confederate death star uh, um, so the founding fathers in America's, uh, uh, like mythical daddies and Obi-Wan and Mace yeah. Windu, they're like Star Wars and like Whoville. Oh, yes, they're <laughs> perfect combination. And instead of just Christmas, it was Life Day, yeah, Life From, Day. Yeah. Oh, before we get in. I actually watched for the first time this year oh, Star Wars Holiday Special. Really? The whole Have you thing? ever seen it? No. Not the I thing. wish I had known before I started watching it that the characters I wanted to see, like Luke, Han, Leia, yeah. only have cameos in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a I, bunch of dumb skits that. with like famous people from the 70s, like B. Arthur. Yeah, and, and we already established. Uh, honestly, we said fifties. I honestly seventies before. I don't know or like John Wayne included. Like I don't know yes. any of those people. But like I'm just watching it, and like I swear, sixty percent of it 
was the Wookiees on like a sitcom set. Yeah. And you can't yeah, understand it. what they're saying. Just. Yeah. The only good part was the little animation thing they had that had Boba Fett in it. Because that one actually has Luke and Leia and Han and Chewie and 3PO and R2-D2 in there. It actually has the characters I wanted to huh. see. Yeah, I'm glad to I hear there was a good part. that's the one part on Disney+. Plus. Oh. So, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. make the same mistake I did. It's Life Day is not worth sitting through that special. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Cringiest part is at the end when Princess Leia breaks into song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Princess Leia shouldn't break out in the song. That should have Not been in that moment. I mean, you are a princess. You could literally have anyone from the galaxy come and sing. You don't need to sing. Yeah, you can hire people to do that. And then it cuts to a scene of Harrison Ford just looking down like, oh, God, I can't believe I agreed to this. <laughs> I forget. Wasn't that special like after the first movie but before yeah it's i think it's between because that was boba fett's first appearance because i feel like they weren't like super super duper famous yet maybe there had been enough time between the release and filming that where they were it honestly felt like that movie they all i mean the the holiday special they only were available to have the main three for one day of shooting. Yeah. I mean, I also, I wonder, this is a wild guess, but it could Oh, it was one like year around. after the first movie. It's 1978, so it's two years mm. before Empire Strikes Back. Okay. And they let, yeah, they let a sequel happen. Oh, yes. Which, thank God for all of us. <laughs> so, yes. Uh. I don't know how we got there. Yeah, I don't know either. But on that this was day, chaos. more importantly, yeah. we learned that, I guess, uh, the Lincoln family celebrates Life Day. We didn't have to learn anything. We Christmas isn't to. about lessons. No. Christmas well, isn't about better lessons. Let's move on. Knowing that we know <laughs> that they celebrate Life Day. Yeah, All I right. do like that. Uh, that uh, um, America was founded on Life Day values, really. Exactly. So, should we get to our first question? Yes. And boy, were oh, these man. hard to find under our new format now that Yahoo Answers is gone forever. Yeah. Uh, it is dead, and we are stuck kind of searching through the dredges of the internet, trying to find people who need help. Yes. Um, and it's obvious, like if people had asked for help, it would be easy because we would just have questions oh, coming exactly. in. But no one asked for these questions. Um, but you gain them anyway. Yeah. So yeah, let's hear our first question. Uh, I'm a little out of practice, but I'll see what I can do. Yes. I, we don't need to, if we don't even have a coin, but we don't even have to worry about flipping a coin. You weren't able to find questions, were you? Or? Oh, yeah. I don't have anything, but I have a, okay. uh, yeah, like I said, a fantastic little bit of uh, movie history to show us later. Okay. So, first question is all right. <laughs> What's the worst Christmas gift you've ever received? I had such delights as toothpaste and vitamin pills wrapped up for me at Christmas. 
but one that stands out was a car crash kit. It had a disposable camera for recording the scene, a form for both parties to fill out, a tape measure for measuring, I don't know, stuff and some chalk for what I assume was marking out where the dead bodies landed or something. I don't know. Uh wow! So for the like that the, went from a someday you're gonna be a, a therapy session. I I know like did what the the person who gave the gifts is like uh someday you're gonna be a crime scene investigator. Hey kid, look, we've seen you play video games and drive on them. You trust me, you're gonna need this in the future. Call that one lawyer family who is so big in our area, which isn't even worth mentioning on the show if they listen to out of state. Yeah. Uh. What what are other things that someone could get someone that are like strangely practical and morbid at the same time? Like what are those um the things that help you breathe that you stab into someone's neck? Oh, an like, epipen or something? Yeah, an epi. You get an epipen. It's like, like I don't have like allergies or anything. Oh, but no, but maybe you want to use it on someone hey, else. Have you ever been stung by a bee? No. Well, <laughs> let me tell you. Our family has a history of your throat closing yeah. up. Uncle Tom, you're just making that up. Mom, is that true? Honey, I don't know how to tell you this, but if you get stung by a bee, there's a chance you will die. <laughs> what? Yeah. Give me all the heavy pens. All right. Since we're going morbid, okay? I, yeah. I have a big question to ask you. <laughs> Let's say you were a father. This is just something wouldn't be me, but yeah. Sometimes I just think of random things. Yeah. Your kid at comes up to you and says, Dad, am I ever going to die? (laughs) (laughs) That only happens to bad people, right? What what do you respond? Good question. Um the thing is I I could honestly just say my true answer, which is still kind of funny because uh, I think I'd just say, yeah, you're going to die. Well, I mean, we got to be comfortable with deaths at some point. This is maybe one reason I I would say like, yeah, we're all going to we're just, you know, we're, we're, we're natural vessels with uh, a uh, uh, with this sort of meat skin thing for a temporary amount of time, and then it's going to stop working someday, and you're going to be eaten by bugs. Some love for this with your toys are going to outlive you if you're very careful yeah. with them. You'll be, be like, I don't know, but here's the thing: I'll probably be dead before you are. What, Daddy? You better- it's gonna break up someday. <laughs> yes, son. Just like the Beatles, we're all gonna go our separate ways. <laughs> yeah, some of us sooner than others. Oh yes, hug your grandfather. I just I don't want to warn you, but my God, he's like oh, he's nearing a century old. So you might as well give him a big old hug. Yeah, not too tight because you don't want to cut off. Oxygen, yeah, but. Yeah, I would say like, yeah, I had grandparents too, and they're all dead. <laughs> you want you want to meet them, Daddy? Your grandparents are rocks. No, you idiot! They're buried in the ground. They're not the tombstone. Yeah, Dad, I, I'm confused. Wait, so you're telling me that my pet rock collection could be someone's grandparents? No, the rock is where you know where the dead body is. No, we fill them with with juices to keep them looking like they are when they died forever. 
they're morbid little zombie plastic mannequin uh, portrayals of uh, human beings stuck in the ground. <laughs> they're absolutely like, filled with preservatives. You tell your kids, like, hey, kids, someday I'm going to die. And then the kid tells you, Dad, I just I make you this promise. <laughs> I will practice black magic and one day raise you from the dead. You're like, oh kid, we've got some issues we gotta work out with you. I mean, if you can do that, you'll make a lot of money at it. But please don't go full, yeah. I guess, Abraham Lincoln and try to save your loved ones before they die. Uh yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of I might support that. I kind of want to support my kids' dreams. Yes. So, so yeah. where were we? What was the oh worst Christmas gift? Do you actually have a worst Christmas gift? Because I do have a legit. I'm not joking around. This is real. This is the worst Christmas gift I ever received. Yeah. I kind of have a fun answer, but it feels like I said it on the podcast before. Maybe I think I might have mentioned oh. my on the podcast too before. <laughs> but I'm gonna bring this it's is the number fifth five, year. right? This Who is number cares? five. It's we'll been tell the like, same stories again. <laughs> yes, we are doing yeah. reruns because remember, Paul cut our budget. Yeah, so write in to we don't even have an email for this. No, podcast. Paul cut it down. We don't yeah. even have a mailbox. He knocked the message it over. where yeah. Message wherever you're at and say, yes. please, Paul, give us give give the podcast a budget. Wherever um Wherever you're listening to this, send us a message and we will find you. Yes, please. Uh, but yeah, what's your worst gift story? Yes, my worst I'll gift see if story. I, remember. I think it was 2002. I remember because there's a home video of me in tears over my crappy Christmas gifts this year. I got, and I didn't want it, and I don't know why I got it. I got a Hot Wheels steering wheel. Now, I've never shown an interest in cars. I never play Hot Wheels. My Batmobile was literally just there to get my Batman and Robin action figures from scene to scene. I don't care mm -hmm. about the cars. Yeah. So I got this steering wheel that would never shut off. <laughs> and if you went like a few hours without playing it, it would say, start it up, start it up, like turn the ignition. Yeah. And I had it in my room. For so long. I hope the batteries are dead now or whatever, but I don't know where it is. But so many times in the middle of the night, I would hear, start it up, start it up. And uh, I hated that yeah. stupid steering wheel so much. It, it was fun for like five seconds after I wiped away the tears of like, I don't yeah. want this. Can't yeah. you give me something I wanted? I gave you a list. What is wrong with the list I gave you? But um, I played it for it was fun for like five seconds. And I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I have I'm the one who has to do the movement to move from place to place. Yeah. The stupid steering wheel isn't going to get me anywhere. Yeah. So yeah, and the horn wasn't even that loud. It was just a crappy yeah. beat. So that was yeah. the worst. You don't want to be. Uh, you don't want to be like. Um, uh, talked down to pandered to like you know it's not a real car so yes. shut up <laughs> so um what is the worst christmas gift you yeah. have ever received and i would like you to name drop who gave it to you when yeah. it was and their email address so we can yeah. um 
viciously cyberbullied them. Yeah. Well, the lucky thing is I have no way of knowing who it was for a reason it will, that will uh, be clear, but maybe you could narrow it down so you can cyberbully them. Um, and I actually don't remember yours, so maybe I didn't tell this. We'll see. Maybe you'll remember. But um, uh, every year we used to have, for my entire life, used to have this uh, yearly um, uh, a Christmas party hosted at the church that a lot of my family went to. Um, and uh, it would be... Alas, no this... Kirk Cameron was there. Yeah, no Kirk Cameron. <clears throat> It was at a church downtown and there's this big entry room and there's a big tree there and everyone would bring gifts for the kids. But it was sort of like it was sort of like the gifts had like an age range on it and you would get kind of a surprise gift. Um, and I'm still embarrassed of this because of uh, even though I was like five years old, but I just remember it. Uh, it, it traumatized me um, because I was truly so excited. Like, I think I feel like I was begging my parents the entire time. Like, uh, can I get a, can I like, I just, I want, I see a box there. I want it. And right. It wasn't until right at the end of the night that I finally got to ever, all the kids ran up and got a gift that was in their age range. And it was a surprise. I was looking around, seeing all the cool stuff that people were getting in theirs, and I opened mine, and it was oh like some kind of Disney puzzle. <laughs> it was a puzzle. And I felt like I had received... It might as well have been like a wrench, or like a... <laughs> it, it, it could have been a coffee grinder for a kid. Like, I, I was so utilitarian and i was just like immediately the second i saw it was a puzzle burst into tears i was like loudly throwing a fit you were like young michael scott in the season two yes the office, you were like um <laughs> and then you came in young you's like come on guys yankee swap <laughs> yeah it was like children's yankee swap and um the i think really the 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 the, th the thing, because I didn't have uh, social cues, I didn't understand social cues and stuff back then. Uh, there was someone, there was a, basically, to your point, there was a Phyllis somewhere in that room <laughs> who got a kid a puzzle. <laughs> and I was, yeah, I was not thankful that day. And every time you saw her after every annual Christmas party, she always gave you a look of, oh, yeah. that bad boy man, like my present. He doesn't yeah. deserve squat. I was traumatized, but I probably traumatized someone else even more <laughs> because I really hated that gift. A puzzle. The ironic thing about it you all, you remember though, what, because what puzzle it was? You said it was Disney. Do I, you? I, as I was telling the story, something came to me that it was like a Disney or something like that. I actually have no idea. It, oh, okay. um, I just kind of remember it being vaguely kids or cartoon themed, maybe. Um, yeah, I was very young. I mostly just remember those details. Uh, but I just I, I I found like 
I think it was because like my maybe because my grandparents would just do puzzles and they just sit there. I always thought of it as this utilitarian, more adult thing. And I felt that way. I mean, the ironic the ironic thing with how much I hated like puzzles and board game type stuff back then is how I am now obsessed with board games and I would be thrilled. Notice you never said puzzle. <laughs> yeah, puzzles are kind of like puzzles are like honest, a boring board game. Point? You see the picture on the box. I know what it looks like. Yeah. There was in my room. Oh man. Should I say this? I'll say it anyway. I have maybe I can find it. Okay. Maybe I oh we're okay. I will check real quick if I can find it. But in my room there is an unwrapped puzzle from Spider-Man 2 I got back in 2004 mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I never put together. Yeah. Let me see. You know, puzzles are kind of lame. Yeah. Give your thoughts on puzzles real quick, and I will, real quick, oh. <laughs> it will take like 10 seconds for me to yeah. check if I can easily access it. Yeah. Well, I do have, uh, I kind of remember at the beginning of the pandemic uh, when everyone was uh, like going into quarantine and started getting really into puzzles. I uh, puzzles are just like the world's most boring board game because it's like it's just like a vague activity with no rules. And as a big fan of like strategy board games and stuff, and not even all of them have to be complicated. They're great. Like people could have bought a copy of freaking Carcassonne or something. Maybe maybe go wild and get uh, Pandemic Legacy and have hours and hours of fun. Alas, I don't I know mean, who it's gave just, me the okay. puzzle, but I lost it. Oh, well, I guess good riddance, I guess. <laughs> yes, I know. It was like I recently moved some stuff around for to... I need another shelf for comics. Yeah. And I must have moved it somewhere like under my bed or something, but it was there yeah. for like... 2004 to so 16 years it was there and now it's gone so i apologize that's fine i don't own any puzzles (laughs) they've you know i've gotten rid of any that i had you know what gift i never liked was um coloring books yeah i mean that it takes a special kind of like i love to draw but i hate to color i hate yeah i never really have done it <laughs> so i yeah i guess i i guess i never really loved it either like the only thing i would use them for was i would prop them up and like copy what the drawing oh, was yeah. like a batman or something but i never was like i want to color i'm like no i paid yeah. for this book color it your freaking self you lazy <laughs> publisher yeah <laughs> it's like they got paul to publish a book or something yeah color it yourself yeah. Oh um, um, boy. It's also reminding yeah. me of another thing. I know we are going off a tangent, but it, it remind we don't have any other questions. It reminded me of another thing too. Okay. But uh <laughs> we you know what? It's unwanted Christmas. Screw our segments. We'll get to them when we get to them. Yeah. I mean, of course, we'll of course get to beloved dear Abby at the end, but how we yeah, get have there, video, no one knows. But yeah. <laughs> um so last week, no, it wasn't last weekend because last week wasn't the weekend before uh, at our local movie theater. They were playing a re-release of the movie Elf. Yeah, which 
the Will Ferrell movie. Um, oh, you know what you should check out if you like the movie Elf, which I don't know if you do or not. Do you like that one? I, I, it's my favorite Christmas. It's actually the only, it's basically the only good Christmas movie. It's the only, <laughs> it's the only Christmas movie I ever watch. You should check out the animated one they did in 2014. It's oh, like stop motion. It might be on I, NBC on demand. I know it was done by Warner Brothers. The yeah. only one from the first movie who comes back is Ed Asner, but it's a stop motion version of Elf. And it's got Mark Sweet. Hamill as Walter Hobbs and someone from the Big Bang Theory. It is so good. Like, I, I genuinely don't know which version of Elf I like more. So I watch That's them awesome. both every Christmas, but it's awesome. awesome. But <laughs> went there because Elf, for me, there is a holy trinity of Christmas movies my top three favorite Christmas movies, and it's one of them. The other two are um, A Christmas Story uh, by Bob Clark and the Tim Allen Santa Claus movie. Second mm. one's good, too. Third one sucks. But, <laughs> um, or, oh, yes. So we went to see the re-release of Elf. And it was pretty yeah. packed. It was nice to see people wanting to go see a movie the way it's meant to be seen on the big screen. Mm-hmm. So... Went there, and there is a scene that me and my sister think is hilarious. Yeah, it's a scene where, um, where Santa tells Buddy that his dad is on the naughty list, and we cut to Walter Hobbs, who is also in The Godfather. I found out, <clears throat> so now I know why he was on that naughty list. <laughs> oh, yeah, which I watched that trilogy for the first time, one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Yeah. So there's a scene where um, we don't know who he's talking to. And he says, and we hear, you're taking the books back. And then he's like, um, well, you know, you didn't make your payments. And then it cuts to a nun saying, but the children love the books. Me and my sister find that scene hilarious. It might be our favorite (laughs) scene of the movie. Yeah. We were the only ones who laughed at that moment in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) Like like we were some psychos for thinking the suffering nun was funny. (laughs) It is a funny scene. I mean, for me, it's hilarious because of how, like, just almost stereotypically evil (laughs) the whole situation is. Oh, okay. I don't know if I can... Have you ever seen? Um, we're going on a topic. I- I'll make sure after this we'll get to what you were going to say. Have you ever seen the Elf trailer recut as a thriller? Oh, that sounds familiar. I I, it's, I can't remember, but oh, it is so good. But if you've seen it already, then I I mean I uh... I'll I'll try to send you the link in the chat real quick. Yeah. Elf has a like this other person did uh I think I probably found it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that you sounds can like hear it. the audio. Yeah. Mr. Hobbs? Go ahead. Yeah, I think someone sent you a Christmas gram. Excuse me. <laughs> the music. I'm here to see a Walter Hobbs. Dad! I walked all day and night to find you. You look like you came from the North Pole. That's <laughs> exactly where I came from. It's a little complicated, but it's nothing <laughs> that we can't handle. What? 
thinks he's an elf. I'm sorry, what? Taken as a child. So exactly. Tortured. Twisted. And guess what? I love you. I love you. I love you. You get the hell out of here. What do you want, some money? No. I just wanted to meet you. I thought you might want to meet me. You saw that guy out there. He's certifiably insane. Looks like a Christmas tree. He's probably just reverting to a state of childlike dependency. What, what are we gonna do? We can't, we can't leave him alone. What he needs is to be nurtured. They were just having a little fun. Fun? So felonies are fun now. We introduce him to Emily and Michael. Go away! Once he comes to terms with reality, he should drop the whole elf thing and move on with his life. Best part. All right, yeah. Let's get it over with. I'm Buddy the Elf. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. <laughs> that was amazing. So, yes, I think that was all I had to say for Elf. Uh oh. Uh oh, yeah. You so you saw it. That, that would have been really big cool screen. To see. That would have been really cool to see. I was glad that <laughs> I avoid because there were two classic movies they were playing. One was Elf, the other was the Polar Express, which every year I always get everyone in my house gets so offended when I say I don't like that movie. Like it is so I call it the padded express because it's so boring. Like, there's a good 20-minute special in that boring 80-minute movie, but it's yeah. just, like, have you seen it? Oh, yeah, I've seen it many times, and I don't love it. It does, it does, it is very much like, um, you can really tell that it's a short picture book that they yes. stretch into a movie. Like, the scene Hot Chocolate is the perfect mm -hmm. example of a movie yeah, trying it's... to stretch to get its runtime. Yeah, that that is what I thought of as well. It's like, it's nothing. It's a vaguely winter themed song. Yes, in the movie at the beginning. Yeah. Yes. So I think did you say you had something to bring up before? Uh oh, it was uh it was another small Christmas uh, memory from when I was a child about how uh something that also made me uh, cry, but this time in fear, which oh. was, this feels like something I talked about before, but I just, I think of it every all the Christmas. time when I, when I, yeah, every Christmas <laughs> and why I think I don't like Christmas because uh, my grandparents, every like time our family would get together uh, at my grandparents' house to celebrate Christmas uh, they would put out this uh, Santa toy. I think that, I like, remember this. <laughs> if it shook or something, it would loudly snore. It was Santa sitting back in a chair snoring. <laughs> and I was terrified of it. San oh, yeah. Santa snoring is a deep fear to me. Oh, yes. It's like those movies where they have the killer Santas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Speaking of traumatizing memories, this episode of Unwanted Answers is brought to you by the good people at Cracker Barrel. Maybe not good people, just kind of adequate or good enough at their jobs. Cracker Barrel. Lost your sense of taste because of COVID? There's never been a better time to visit Cracker Barrel. So, there we go. Paul's making me do it. (laughs) That was, I'm going to have to leave the room now. (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) Oh, man. That is like one of my favorite YouTube videos ever. (laughs) Uh, Oh, oh, man. Yeah. So, did we want to. That's just how I felt about needing to. You know, Paul be angry if I said it. Move on. Yes. So, do we want to move on to the next segment? I would love to. Yes. So, this one, it's really for you guys, guys. You who have not gotten the product placements, this is your time now. Please rate. We are like PBS almost. Please give us a donation at least. Yes raise our budget so it's the yes. perfect time it's the holiday time it's valentine's day is coming up soon so get those gifts so we shall do <laughs> paul's product placement paul's product placement. this one's loud oh yeah okay so right now i believe we have a special deal for 9.99 you can get a mouse candle. That's right. It is a mouse candle that is glued to a real mouse trap. When you light the candle, the mouse appears to be melting. Uh, I think I I think I uh, dazed out because you said two nonsense word. You said mouse candle. Mouse candle. That's right. <laughs> so, you love candles. You love those stench-smelling, stinky candles that they give to you at Hallmark or Bath and Body? Yeah. Or, you can yeah. have one of those candles to light your way, to burn down your house eventually, to lead you to sniff, to wake up in the middle of the night. Is it smoke or is it just the disgusting aroma of that candle? Whatever it is, it's time to abandon the house. You can have that with the mouse candle. And when you light the candle, the mouse, which is attached to a real mouse trap, so you can't goof around with it because you'll lose a finger or something, the mouse will appear to melt. So um, do you give this to a mouse lover or a mouse hater? Like, would a big <clears throat> Disney fan take offense if you were to give them this? Like, you have right. like a nephew or something who loves Disney, loves going to the parks, loves the movies, even the crappy ones like Chicken Little or Home on the Range. They're like, this is cinema. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have in their bedroom a creepy altar they made to Mickey Mouse, like a paper yeah. mache Mickey. Yeah. They're a Disney adult. Yeah. Yes. And um, like they, they, their dream is to one day. Um, sell concessions and sodas at the park. Yeah, probably many Disney people's world because then you can go around instead of just. I think it's only two at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. 
So, but but basically, like it might be deeply upsetting to them to see a mouse and those round ears melt away. Yes, yes. or unless, well, which way does their um, fandom, or as I refer to it, cult, take them? Do they get offended when they see a mouse melt, or do they watch and like, yeah, the only mouse that deserves to be around is Mickey. You burn, you imposter. Right, because um, they're, yeah, they're basically... They might be in the position where they see any other mouse-related piece of merchandise as a knockoff. That the, yes. the the Walt Disney Corporation should copyright mice. Yes, and therefore all mice are in cop are infringing on copyright law. Yes, like Jerry from Tom and Jerry. Um, who else? Um, Stuart Little. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah, but I'm also talking about just like actual mice too. They're yes. they're infringing on copyright law. They're now it's just like their obsession has taken them from being a um concession stand seller or vendor or whatever at Disney World to now they want to be a bodyguard from Mickey protecting him from the other mice. Like um they will go in and no one asks them to do this, but they go in because their job is to really just take the pictures for the families with Mickey at the parks. They will come in, black suit, black sunglasses, little earpiece that you can tell is not connected to anything, but they pretend that it is. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, all right, single file, you take a picture. But every once in a while, <laughs> they'll push Mickey back and go, sir, stand back. Mickey will fall and the head will fall open and the family will be traumatized like, what is this? You hired some guy from work release to play yeah. Mickey Mouse, and then he'll stomp on the mouse that got the little real mouse that got into the thing and says, yeah. "All right, the package is package is safe. Uh, Mickey will be with the family in a few moments." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, are I'm think? Do rats get a pass? I, I feel like no. I like anything, they are the ones okay. traumatizing the image even more. <clears throat> They're a bastardization in sense. So basically, <laughs> yes. well, actually, it's kind of confusing because I was bringing up Ratatouille, but technically oh. owned by Disney. But maybe, maybe that's like the com- awkward conversations they have at lunch together, where he's like, "Yeah, hey, Mickey, you know what I can do? Look." I don't want to brag it or anything, but for $10,000, I can take out Remy the rat. And then the guy in the suit is like, please don't hurt Johnny. He's just a guy trying to make it as an act. No, no. He's selling your image. Just give me the word. Just give me the signal, Mickey. He's gone from your life. There'll be no evidence. You are not involved. I did it. He's like, no, I can't do this. Come on. Come on. We'll, we'll live a little. All right. You and me. All right, we're gonna fly to Mexico. No one will ever find us. All right, I've got special acid that will wipe away our fingerprints. No evidence. <laughs> no one will even notice he's gone. No one. It's, it's one of the B. It's yeah. It's one of the B tier. It's one of the B tier Pixar movies. Yeah, no one's gonna no, remember it. No one's gonna know. And if anyone ever mentions it, anyone ever mentions Remy, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone too. It's, we conspiracy. They're gone. Come on, Mickey. Just give me the word. Did it, what, you scratch your nose. Was that it? No, I'm just trying to eat my sandwich. Leave me alone, you 
<laughs> you freak fan. No. All right. We're going to do this. You will meet Mickey. And then later at the, um, when <laughs> the guy goes to, um, after the lunch break, Mickey comes back from using the bathroom, comes in. The guy's got like all red on his hands. Like, come on, Mickey, yeah. we got to go. We have to go <laughs> now. Do you want to go both down in on this? We're both at we're we're in this together, man. Let's get when out of here. Get in we this? Got because the, I told the cops that you were in on it too. <laughs> Look at that. I tried, but they broke me so hard. Those handcuffs are so itchy and they were so tight that I broke. And the officer was so mean. Like he he shone his flashlight in my face and it was really hot. And my eyes were getting sore. Speaking of itchy, Disney owns itchy and scratchy now too. That is true. <laughs> Though legally, I think they're not they're not allowed in the parks. I think they got a previous deal with Universal. Right, yeah. But that mm-hmm. won't stop that fan. He will go to yeah, Universal. He'll break in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll, he'll throw the costume. The, um, which one's itching? Well, I think Scratchy's the mouse, I think. Throw remember. the costume <laughs> on the floor at the Mickey business. It's like it's done, and he's like, "Oh my god, I need to, I need to quit this job. I need to leave. The, I hate these type of fans." <laughs> yeah, I do too. I do too, man. Yes. Even like someone has a T-shirt with a different mouse, he'll send them away. Like you can't have your picture with Mickey. I can't allow that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They basically. Um... Disney adults will be so stoked to work on uh, to 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 just work for Disney that they'd basically do it for free. Yes. So it's kind of so uh, yes. If anything, this is the perfect gift for those Disney lovers in your life. It's true. And by the way, Itchy is the mouse. Oh, Itchy's the mouse. Okay. Well, well, good. We're on the same page. Yes. If we had NBC, if we were NBC, the little thing would flash. The more you know. Yes. And uh, if any of you listeners uh, are trying to uh, increase engagement, so we get a budget uh, more uh, a budget increase. um, So Paul, know that we're trying. If you can think of any uh, famous uh, cartoon mice besides Mickey, uh, leave it in the comments. Yes, that is true. All right. So, did that. Should we go to another thing? Yeah, I'd love to. All right. So, let's go to another question. We've got... Oh, by the way. Another one. Yes. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I forget. But I need to bring up that this episode of Unwanted Answers... It's brought to you by Cracker Barrel. Want to feel like a great cook? Visit Cracker Barrel and know that you could do better. I think that's a sign for us all. All right, so here's another question. Some of these questions are pretty negative. These these are not happy questions I found. But otherwise, they wouldn't need us to do this. Yeah. What do you hate the most about Christmas? I used to live with my aunt who made me write thank you letters for every person who gave me a gift. She would sit me in the living room past 12 because either the card was messy or I wasn't being sincere enough, even though she wouldn't tell me how I could do better. She ripped 
bad cards up in front of me and yelled at me for being selfish. It's a very effective way to put a kid off Christmas forever. Yeah. So I never did thank you notes for Christmas, but other stuff. Yeah. Like thank I you hate for gifts. I hate thank you notes. Like bit, like uh, I never had to do that. Is this like the idea of um, you're given gifts by family members for Christmas, and then your parents have you write thank you notes to all the people that you that gave you gifts? Yes, I never did that for Christmas or birthdays. I did for like graduation presents, but that was it. <laughs> yeah, that's actually I did that for graduation. I didn't do it. That's the only time I've ever done that. Yes. I think that, look, we live in the digital age. Just send a nice Facebook status. Thank you, everyone. There's no yeah. need for you to yeah. waste a precious stamp for the price goes up all the time to waste a precious stamp or a piece of cardboard to say thank you when you could literally just say it. I know. I'll tweet it on my Twitter that no one I know follows. Yes. <laughs> it's your fault for not seeing that I thanked all of you. <laughs> exactly. So... Was the worst part about Christmas? Well, I never thought of it, but I was thinking of some pretty crappy. Uh, I have my own personal uh, worst part of Christmas. It's, to me, the thing I dread the most every year about Christmas. Yes. And I, people I know, like, know this about me, and I can't shut up about it, but I try really hard to shut up about it because I know how annoying it is to people who disagree with me, which All is right. most people. Ready for me to go, audibly go, ugh. <laughs> you, might, you might agree with me, though, but oh, um, okay. I just, Christmas music sucks. All That's of it true. just sucks. That's true. And it's not like it's new I, ones. It's just redoings of old ones. Well, I mean, that's part of the thing is like, I, I always have to think of new ways to explain it because like, I don't feel like I'm just being kind of a bah humbug, non-conformist. Like I really don't get Christmas music and think it's bad all around. And part of it is, um, I, I would say that the biggest thing is just that like, it's basically the same set of songs every year. We all know them already. Yes. We don't need to relive them. It's like, um, it, <laughs> you know, TBS only plays a Christmas story 24 hours for one day. They don't do it for a whole month. God, that's nice. Yes. But the thing is, uh, it's becoming more and more of a, a, an intentional thing, but I, I've never myself if it's up to me i've never just put on christmas music oh that's yes. unbelievable to me that you have at your fingertips you can listen to absolutely anything you want to mozart beethoven and, even yes anything and you put on like sleigh ride or something <laughs> what is that i mean you put uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire and I, I'm pretty universal with this. Like a lot of people are just like, yeah, I kind of hate Christmas music too, but this is good. It's all bad. So how many all people do bad. you know who get offended by you saying this? Because I think most people would agree with you or are you just super hardcore with it? 
I think I'm more hardcore than most people. No, I think that I think that most people I have conversations with this about kind of agree with me on some level, but I would just go further than them on it <laughs> because I almost always get a caveat from people where it's like, yeah, I don't like hearing it in like the end of November and stuff, but I like to get into the Christmas spirit and put some on like the week of Christmas. I'm like, no. It, Christmas Day, I don't want to hear Christmas music. Yes. I'm serious. <laughs> I I'll don't want to hear Christmas music. I'll watch Christmas movies, the few good ones. I'll watch a lot of Christmas TV specials. There's more good TV specials than there are movies, like the Looney Tunes yeah. or Flintstones or yeah. something like that. I, I've never in my life have chosen, like, I want to listen to Christmas music. Even, yeah. like, if I'm unwrapping gifts at that time i just want silence i want yes. to hear the destruction of me ripping open yeah. that paper which by the way i have to say i don't care what anyone says one of the most fun things about christmas is the destruction like someone <laughs> okay. took the time to wrap this present by destroying yeah. their hard work <laughs> i don't care yeah. some people are like oh you must save the paper like yeah one of the things I hate, I saw this in an old Urkel Christmas episode I watched a few days ago. Yeah. It was like a Christmas present, but it had like a lid you take off of. It looked oh. like it was wrapped. I don't like yeah. that. I want to destroy the present. Yeah. If you get one of those, you should just tear it open. That, this just reminded me. They don't do these anymore. But do you remember, like, in our day when we were younger? I hate saying our day and saying this yeah. doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. God, do I feel old. But do you remember how, like, Target or Kmart, uh, which the last one in our state closed recently, I thought. Kmart? Uh, that could be, yeah. I, I think, think so. Kmart, Sears, which has been going out of business our whole lives. Or um, Walmart. Remember how they used to have the little photo place? Well, like you oh, could come when like you were a, younger you, and have pictures taken of like your kids yeah. or whatever. Yeah, a little photo set. I remember thing. it was almost an annual thing. I would get in trouble because I would go for Christmas photos and I would pose with the presents. And I figured why not i'll unwrap that oh. <laughs> and i honestly <laughs> am taken away saying stop unwrapping this yeah. what i thought it was my present what's the big deal to be honest like i think you're in the right there like exactly. i mean there's nothing in it but like i mean it's 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 a present what you are handing me a gift wrap box what do you expect me to do with it yeah <laughs> yeah and you know what what that Target photographer said to me, I think, was uncalled for. It was rude. And you know what? I'm glad I ripped it up. I'm glad I ripped it up. <laughs> I don't care. If I was the age yeah. I am now, 28 years old, still, I would still unwrap those presents. Because, damn yeah. it, that is the fun I of would. it. Yes. <laughs> I would. Yes. I honestly, I would pay for the pictures of, uh, like, if someone <laughs> snapped it as you're unwrapping it and you see, like, someone running in in the frame. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, that's my Christmas card. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, did, I don't know about you, but I've only had, my parents have only gotten, I think, one Christmas card. Who do, Does anyone do that? Who cares anymore? I, I don't think my family has ever done a Christmas card. Like we've never done Christmas cards, but we receive them. That's oh, a little bit of a, them. 
I guess a little bit of an a-hole move on our part, but whatever. We will get yeah, I mean we're in the we same get boat. the cards, um, but I'm never gonna send one out. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure that's the case too. I think we've gotten Christmas cards, some family picture Christmas cards and stuff, but yeah, they don't come out of this address. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I just know it's like never getting and I don't really care. Like by the time you see them, it's complete like complete waste of paper. That's I fine. saw you post those on Instagram. I saw you post those photos. Why should I <laughs> care? Yeah. Uh I uh yeah, you can uh make feels like we've gone very controversial this episode, but yet it I feels like a, we do that every episode. Yeah. I have a lot of controversial opinions about Christmas. It's fine. Yes. So I don't even know how we oh yeah, uh what is the worst part about Christmas? Oh, trying to. Oh, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I don't care. I'll say it anyway. The worst parts about Christmas is when you gather with the relatives you don't want to see, and you know you're not getting a present, and you had to sit there for (laughs) hours and hours, bored out of your mind. The worst is when you go to a restaurant. Because there's no exit. There's someone always there to fill up your drink or whatever. And there's no exit um, until they pay the check. And they still decide to be there for hours and hours. I'm like, I'm thirsty. Is it wrong for me to go? This is a honest, legit question I have. I yeah. know we're going a little off topic, but I'll get back to it. If I'm at a restaurant and I'm like parched, I'm so thirsty and I have my cup of soda. Is it wrong for me to go up and fill it up myself if it's been a long time? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I feel like it, I feel like it should be n- no. I mean, in the age in in this current day, uh, I mean, yeah, current day. If you yeah, if you can't do that, then maybe restaurants shouldn't even be open. If a person can't walk up and get their grubby hands on the the machine that pours you a soda. Why even have a restaurant? You know, I've never understood. <laughs> we went, uh, I, I've only went once in my life to Old Country Buffet, which I don't think exists anymore. Uh, yeah, I actually, uh, I, we might have talked about it. Our sponsor, Cracker Barrel. I'll, I'll, oh, yes. uh, I'll not say anything about them, but I think Old Country Buffet is, uh, the last time I went there was one of the worst things I've ever eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, they're out of business, so we don't have to worry about <laughs> yeah. sponsorship. But I won't lie, I was a little upset. First of all, that you got to get your own food, but you can't get your own drink. That's the one thing that, that they'll fill bizarre, up. That's the actually. thing I want to control over. Yeah. That's I don't bizarre. want ice in it or anything. Yeah. I mean, they let you do that at fast food restaurants. Yeah. Well, what's the big deal? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, where they do don't we... want, yeah, they don't want you to get a, uh, what they call it a, a suicide, the one you get one of everything, which oh, is always God, that sounds awful. <laughs> but it is, it's always bugged me because it's not more unhealthy just because you're getting one of everything. It's the same amount of soda. It just so sounds it's... like a horrible concoction. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, now I get the name, the suicide. Yeah. Yeah. So, by the way, um, Christmas gatherings where you know you're not going to get a gift, where you're stuck with relatives you don't want to see, those are 
Those are the worst. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are the unbearable ones that sit through. Luckily, mm-hmm. I can find my way out of going into those. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. So, did we want to do a gaze into the future? Oh, I would love to. Seg- uh, for a segment-packed Christmas, you bet. Yes. Yeah, speaking of segment packs, once again, I must say, this episode is brought to you by Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel tastes the same going in as it does coming out. That's Cracker Barrel. Yeah, let's move on to Gaze into the Future. Yes. So. Gaze into the Future. Need to do some some sound work on these. These are like, they get you pumped. They're so loud. Oh, yes. Yeah. So let me search list randomizer. I shall bring. All right, here we go. I shall bring in our friends. We will maybe revisit one of them. <laughs> so the first one to pop up is our crappy homemade artist. Do you remember our crappy homemade artist? Yeah. Yes, it's been we haven't seen him since our, his first appearance, but we were like we like this dude. We think we might want to bring him back. Yeah. So Would you like to choose a random number between uh 1 through 3? All right, let me see. Um let me uh let me actually randomize it. Oh, yes. I'll ignore fours and roll a four-sided die. One. One? Okay. It's a one. Oh, yes. And the future for our future artist is depart not from the path which fate has assigned you. So Depart not from the path which fate has assigned you. Yes. So, so the artist, he he, uh, um, he's continuing he, to he, make his homemade. Yeah, he's keeps getting pressure to sell out and bring his work out, um, like to to mass produce it or something. Yes. But the the path that fate has uh, set out for him is to keep <laughs> to making his crappy little things at home. Yes. To no one. Yes. Like um, his, his um. For his mom, he will be like, you know, mother, look what I made. I made you a smiley face, but what's uh, made out of my old baby teeth? <laughs> look how adorable <laughs> it is. See, that came from my mouth. Or <laughs> she, she, she's, um, just, she's just like, uh, didn't didn't you uh, didn't you say you were gonna go back to school or something? No, mother, um, I must keep going on the path that I've been assigned. I am the homemade yeah, artist. No, no, but it's just like I I feel like you said you were into computer sciences or something when you were like 12. What happened to that, that th- ambition? <laughs> yes, I thought we talked about you taking that um, manager role at Macy's. Mother, Macy's is going to go out of business soon. But what won't go out of business is my art that I will die for. It didn't go into business. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> They're going out. I'm going to go in business. 
Yeah, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> everyone uh, is trying to sway. He could even have a thing that says, um, like at gas station, like some uh, sketchy guy could be like, um, hey, you want to go buy those paint supplies? Or would you like to spend some money on this lottery ticket worth $24 million? And he's like, oh. No, I must continue to go on my path of art. And then Larry finds out that he could have had that money. And he, but the important thing is, he is still making his homemade art. <laughs> Maybe he's making those, the mice he finds in his house into real candles. Like mice. after they're caught yeah. in the thing. Yeah. And Maybe he's, he's the yeah, one who yeah. made those. Yeah, he's making he's making the mice candles for sure. Which means he might be in business this Christmas. Yeah. Yes. He's making a quirky little uh he's made he's a <laughs> he's a maker of like quirky little uh almost like um Ray Dunn style uh <laughs> have you seen oh gosh the tangents in this do you know about ray dunn i don't think so it's a type of uh uh it's like this kind of crappy like uh dishware you'd get a like home goods um that people collect obsessively um you may have seen them before uh in like the style of it before uh, but they have this homemade look, but they're actually like mass produced and they're just kind of embarrassing to look at. Um, oh crap. Uh, so ba- stuff like this, it's oh, always wow. stark white <laughs> and it has just this weird handwritten font looking thing that says dumb stuff. Like um, uh, salt and pepper shakers that say salt and pepper on it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> less is more. Yeah, it's very live, laugh, love-ish, but I don't know, almost worse. Um, <laughs> yeah. He did not put a lot it's, of thought into these designs. He's just like, yeah, it's good enough. But the thing that makes it so fascinating is like you wouldn't know it from looking at it, but these are like so popular that they fly off the shelves immediately. <laughs> you can't get a hold of these. These are like if you were to get one of these as a Christmas gift for the right person, it would be like you're giving them a, a rare Pokemon card or something. This is a collector's item. Oh, yes. This 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 sort of uh, pseudo handmade looking mug that says Sweetie on it. <laughs> that could probably be resold for hundreds of dollars. Oh, yes. It's uh, incredible. Um, <laughs> maybe the homemade artist he's making like specialized like coffee mugs for everyone yeah <laughs> one of the the weirdest gifts is that he made one for his grandmother but like all of them it has like 
strands of their hair taped onto it so you can tell whose it is by the DNA. And the mom's like, where did you get this from grandma? She's been dead for years. And he goes, I pl- I went through that brush she used to have that you keep in the basement. And it still <laughs> had some of her hair on it. Oh, my God. This is so weird. Look, Mom, <laughs> Grandma's still with us. You could still have your morning cup of joe. I just I just thought of it. It's a it's an it's a jar of ashes that says grandma on it, like in Ray Dunn's. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> like a Ray Dunn ash jar it says grandma. After after. Um... He says, Mother, after we sprinkle her ashes, we can use it as a sugar bowl because grandma was so sweet. <laughs> this is the darkest Christmas episode. I man. know. <laughs> oh, man. So, though, keep on the path, homemade artists. Don't just go for the cheap uh, macaroni. Yeah, um, don't go mass produced collage no do not they have to be special for everyone you gotta actually sharpie the words on the mugs um i can't wait for valentine's day where after thanksgiving he sends his uh girlfriend valentine and says you took a piece of my heart and there's like a turkey heart he saved from thanksgiving but it's all dried. I'm just like, what was this? And he's like, oh, it's a piece of my heart, but the turkey's heart. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> what, what is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, man. I don't think that relationship is going to last with the two yeah, of them. It's not. Boy, she's not happy. <laughs> uh,. Well, Well, I noticed that uh, we are approaching like an hour 40 into the special. Oh, my Um, God. It just (laughs) felt like it flew by, didn't it? It did. Uh, Like the holiday season in a way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we want to end it with our most beloved segment. I believe we, but before we do that, we must give a quick shout out to the sponsor of today's episode, and that is Cracker Barrel. Need a place to tell your favorite cousin that trying to date isn't working? Cracker Barrel's food gives you the hint that you've hit rock bottom. In more ways than one. But yes. Yeah. Uh, At this point, I'd set you up with a chimpanzee if it brought <laughs> you back to the world. And now on to our beloved Dear Abby. Yes. Our most beloved segment yes. of this podcast. Into it, yes. With a and five our Christmas themed episode. I mean, uh, question for Dear Abby is: Dear Abby, I gave birth to my daughter three months ago after forty-four grueling hours of labor. My mother, assuming I would want her in the delivery room, booked her flight, flew across the country, and stayed at my house without asking why I'd like her to come to help me. During her stay, she made comments about how she had flown 2,000 miles to dog sit for me that she knew she wasn't wanted and she'd known my daughter wasn't going to come on time. I was induced. She wouldn't have wasted her vacation to fly in early. The entire visit was miserable. Without consulting my husband and me, she has now booked a flight 
to come and stay with us for Christmas. That's my favorite holiday. I'm dreading the thought of her being here and worried this visit will be just as awful as the last. I'd like my daughter's first Christmas to be a happy occasion. God, but that is really putting it out there. Yeah. I asked my mother to change her flights and come in after the holiday, only to be met with the accusation you're being selfish from her and my stepfather. How do I tell them that I don't want them here for Christmas while minimal, minimal, minimizing hurt feelings? Signed, pushed too far in Pennsylvania. So you know, I don't know if we, you we mentioned it. I love the little pen names they have. Like some of them yeah. are like un, unsteady in the South or whatever, but pushed yeah. in Pennsylvania. We, we should we should give all of the future questions like names like they're from this oh um, yes <laughs> that'd be amazing so um, but yeah this is like a this is like when you have a relative who lives in another state and they're just like yeah anytime you can come stay if you're <laughs> ever around in uh california then yeah we've got a place for you to stay and then they take you up like they're no one ever takes them up on it. Yes. He's like, hey, I've flown in. I'm in town. Oh, this, before we get into it, this reminds me. There was one time a few years ago at some event. I'm trying to be as vague as possible so I don't possibly give away any yes, identity. An event. Yes, any event. That narrows it down. Someone said, um, you're welcome to use my vacation place anytime you want and after the party they were discussing like oh when can we do this and i'm like i don't think they were being serious i think they're just saying that to be nice because yeah. you haven't been in communication for years so i don't think you should take yeah. them up on that offer and they never yeah. did but <laughs> yeah it's a yeah it, it's uh kind of it feels like a very michael scott thing to take someone up on something so big without like reading into the social cues. <laughs> like, uh, like when he booked those two weeks in Florida or whatever. Yeah. And it's all, <laughs> it's also like, it's literally like that, uh, scene where he's like presuming, yeah, I'll be on the delivery room for, for Pam's birth for Pam's, uh, labor. <laughs> yeah. Kind of my child. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, exactly. So, uh, well, first of all, I got to say, um, talking about how you want to be your daughter's first Christmas to be pleasurable. Look, I don't remember my first Christmas. You don't yeah. remember your first Christmas. Who cares about their first Christmas? Yeah, I feel like when you're one year old, you're just kind of this amorphous blob of like indescribable anxiety and fear. Yes, um, they're like a pet at that time. They're not really like less, an less offspring. Than <laughs> I'd yes. say less. Yes, because like a pet, you can play fetch with. A baby just sits there and shoves the remote in its mouth or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, Uncle Alan and Ash's cat brings oh. back mice. Oh, yes. That's it way more than a dumb kid does. Yeah, it's like Mr. Whiskers. Come on. <laughs> right now. Right now. I guarantee you right now. There's a moment where um Uncle Al and Ash are having the discussion. Al, you forgot a present for me for Christmas again. 
Damn it, Ash, I forgot. All right, fine. What do you want? What in this whole freaking world do you want? I want a baby. Oh, God, no. Oh, no, no. No, Ash. We cannot bring a baby into this world. <laughs> Why not, Hal? You're like a baby. You sleep all day. You drink bottles. A beer. <laughs> a beer, Ash. A beer. I can't have that baby. Take it away from my beer bottles. Al, I want a baby and I want now. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder what Christmas after Christmas will be like for Uncle Al, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, Uncle Al stumbles into the room in the morning uh, with the Christmas tree and sees piles of presents. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, Asha. <laughs> Seems like you, you finally thought of me this year. For the, are these all bottles of beer just like I asked for? And she's like, what? No. What are you talking about? These are all from, from Mr. Whiskers. This one's for you. And there's one a beer bottle next to a chair on uh, uh, near the, the Christmas tree. So like, all, these, all these are for Mr. Whiskers? What, what the hell? And then he's like, what is this? Light beer? If I told you once, I told you a thousand times. I hate light beer. I want Budweiser, not Bud Light. Oh, Alex, well, this I... is what you get for getting me filtered cigarettes last year. <laughs> I want to taste the real nicotine, Al. <laughs> no, I can't have it because if you go from the lung cancer, it's just me and that stupid cat forever. I can't deal with that. And Mr. Whiskers looks at Uncle Al, just gives a smiling nod, like, meow. Like, it's us forever, buddy. <laughs> no, that, that cat does not sound like that cat sounds like, ow. <laughs> it's like strained. It's from years of secondhand smoke. And it's a miracle it's alive. It's like a 16 year old cat, and it's like, it is. Just chugging along. Everyone is surprised it has dodged death for as long as it has. It's uh, it's a marvel. It is yes. It's a Frankensteinian creature that stumbles around in a house filled with smoke. <laughs> One day where Al just doesn't care. He just lets the cat out. I was like, here you go to the bathroom real quick. And then like uh, he looks out the window from his trailer and he sees a car come and he's like, Oh my God, is this it? Is it this it? And then he <laughs> hear the car screeching, you hear a thud and Mr. Whiskers is lying on the pavement. And he's like, Oh, finally. And he goes, yes. <laughs> you hear Ash say, what's going on now? Oh, nothing, baby. Nothing. Just some very good news. And then he sees the cat just walk up again saying, no, how is that possible? Nothing can kill this damn cat. Yeah. Yeah. It just, he uh, wasn't even looking both ways. He went into the middle of the street, got tired, plopped down, and that was enough for the car to just miss him. Yes. It somehow constantly cheats death. So what can you say to the mother coming? I think the best mm-hmm. thing you can do is to be honest. Change the locks. Be go what I do. What I do whenever there's a knock on the door. You go full down lockdown mode. You shut the lights yeah. off. You mute everything. 
you pretend you are not home. Yeah, that's a that's a code red for sure. Yes, and maybe put a note saying that um they want a Christmas cruise or something, baby baby's first cruise or something. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe um they didn't go on the cruise, but if they had, they could have run into a certain Disney fan saying, Oh, I see you like Mickey Mouse. <sighs> Good. I'm glad to see that the other the rest of the entertainment industry hasn't corrupted the baby's mind by making it known <laughs> about the other rats who are nothing but <laughs> imposters to the great Mickey. All hail Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Uh he's just like, what's that? What's that toy you're what's that toy you're getting as a present? Is that Superman? Is that a Superman toy? Is that it's not a Disney property? <laughs> <laughs> no. You want Iron Man or Spider-Man. I don't care if the Iron Man one isn't age appropriate. If you choke and die, at least it was with a Disney product. <laughs> oh man, every time um, he goes to a Disney movie, it's like a cult almost. He goes in a robe and then he goes. <laughs> The cashier at the movie theater will be like, um, so how many tickets? One, brother. Excuse me? We are all one in the family of Disney. We're all one utopia. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> wow. Yes. Every time he go he leaves a Disney movie. No, at the backyard of Disney, at the back of Disney World in the parking lot, he's got his van open and he says, Oh, hello, are you fan of Disney? I would like to hand you some literature that can really change your life. Trust me, you'll <laughs> never know Mickey more than you have now. We though listen, we are all Mickey Mouses in this existence. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So Either way, baby's first Christmas, no one remembers their first Christmas, so it really doesn't matter. But yes. Um... Yeah, it does not matter. Um, and it, so it can be a bad Christmas, but also you can just go on lockdown. Yes. Close all the doors. Um, that is the way to do it. Locks. Yeah. It, it, I'm imagining it like... Um, it's like a sla- it's like a home invasion slasher movie, but with someone's mom coming into town, uh, like the movie Hush, um, a, a Mike <laughs> Flanagan joint, where it's just like someone's outside trying to get in, and uh, you're on lockdown trying to stop them from getting in. It's like a thriller. Oh yes, she's like she's at the window. <laughs> oh yes, and a- I'm here. The doors <laughs> are all locked. <laughs> Cookies from grandma this Christmas. <laughs> so, yeah. yes, the best answer is just pretend you're not home. Change the locks. If anything, go to the neighbor's house. Or you could switch. <laughs> switch with the neighbor for like oh, one yeah. week. And then she'll yeah. go and the neighbor will be like, oh, yeah, they moved a while ago. I don't know yeah. where they were going, but they left town a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Backed up in the middle of the night. I think they said like the FBI or the mob was after them or something. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh, the the Langston family. They, oh, they haven't lived here for years. Huh? You, you say you were here three months? Life. That's imp- no, my family's been here but, for years. Three months ago, but that was that was the anniversary of. <laughs> <laughs> looks off into the distance. And he's like, she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, 
I said too much. You slammed the door in front of her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the lesson. Uh, that's that's it for that yes. question, I think. I think we got there. Lockdown. And if you must, bare essential, if you must switch with your neighbors for a week just to get the yeah. story. Got to have a plan. Got to have a have a bud. It's sort of like a, a fire escape plan. You got to have a got to have a, a plan for saving saving Christmas. Yes, but not the Kirk Cameron style. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah. that's the way to get Grandma to a point. Hey, we're gonna have a Kirk Cameron marathon. Depends on the grandma. But... Yes, but um, growing pains? No, the rest of the pain of his horrible life. <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> I think I'll skip out this Christmas, honey. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I think that's uh, that's good. Christmas, not only, well, I think the lesson we learned today is, of course, Christmas sucks when you're one year old. Like, you don't yes. have to worry too much about making that a good Christmas, but it also sucks every year. Yes, every thereafter. year. It's slightly worse than the previous one. And you think, yeah, God. When did this used to be fun? Yeah. Was it ever fun? Yes. Was, was Christmas just always to? just, yeah. Was Christmas always just an abstract idea of fun that we never really experienced? Yes. Sometimes you have that home video of you crying because you got the crappy steering wheel. Or sometimes mm -hmm. you are afraid of the sleeping Santa in the chair. Yeah. Yes. But guys, yeah. there we have it for this year's unwanted christmas episode v5 we are at the empire strikes back yeah of christmas you know what that means we're getting closer to our last jedi one which would be the one to divide everyone yeah i can't wait for that yes we'll have like um so many plot twists so we'll have one where um, it will sound like Huck could be related to someone like Uncle Alan yeah. Ash or the Skipper. And it turns out um, he was related to no one. And then at yeah. nine, we're going to wreck on everything. Yeah, he was just Huck all along. Yes. Uh, so look forward to future Christmas episodes, great tradition, strongest tradition we've had yes. going on this. The podcast. only thing from our first season that really kind of keeps going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in what semblance of a, of a first season we had, I mean, the show is it's, it's here, it's there, it's gone, it's back, but here we are back again. And until next time, hopefully we'll have another, a bigger budget next time. Yeah, I hope so. Please uh, buy the products we, we talk about. Yes, mouse candles. Get them. Can't stress that enough uh, because we really need a budget back so we're not stuck with this like live, like panicking to find something on the the the, the soundboard. Like, uh, uh, where's the trigger? Oh yes. Like, I mean, we can't. Rely I was on Batman Christmas one day when he was trying to put a Lego thing together and was missing a yeah. piece. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with that, uh, as we've said in, in years past, the, this episode is always like a Christmas gift that you never asked for. But there no was. One did. 
There it was. No one did. And there it was. 